This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, June 17th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning? Doing well, buddy. How are you doing? Doing all right. I got a chance to watch Loki last night, episode two. uh, Still a fantastic series if you folks aren't watching it yet. Highly recommend it, but, uh, you know, it was the first uh, bit of TV I've really got to watch all week. Yeah, no, it's, it was a fantastic episode. Um, I'm just sad that there's only four more, but uh, yeah, at least they're, they're in hour increments. I, I feel like they're pretty lengthy, which is good. Yeah, they said early on that uh, each of these series will have about six hours total of content. So with six episodes, you've got one hour episodes apiece. And hopefully they don't take any uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, uh, time out as they did in one episode where it was just sort of a, a nothing episode and it keeps going in the way that it has been. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, if you guys aren't watching it, definitely check it out. So Absolutely. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, what would you do if your greatest fear took over your town? I'm talking snakes. What if snakes came into your town, took it over? What would you do? Ugh. Well, I would, I'd be, uh, obviously, it'd be a nightmare. So, um I don't know what you could do with snakes, you know. The best you could do is try to keep them out of your house, but I don't really know what you could do. Just it would, be, it would suck. Hope for the reincarnation of hope for the reincarnation yeah. of Saint Patrick to drive all the snakes out. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It would definitely be uh, instant moving time. That's oh. for sure. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, all that goes to say that millions of spiders have spun their webs over large parts of yeah. Gippsland in a bid to escape floodwaters after violent weather battered. Victoria, talking Australia. Millions of tiny Australia, eh? millions of tiny spiders descended on a regional town in Victoria in a bid to escape recent wild weather. Careful spun webs stretched for kilometers in wetlands along South Gippsland Highway. I didn't know what it was until I got out of the car and noticed they were webs. They there were spiders all over them. Sale resident Marco Brunel told Nine News. I turned a corner, and when I saw them, it was an amazing sight, photographer Lachie McDonald said. 
The phenomenon is known as the gossamer effect, or ballooning, a survival instinct used by ground-dwelling spiders to get away from floodwater after intense rain in the area. So what they do is they release the silk up and they act like snag wires. They snag the veg vegetation up above and then they can quickly climb up and get out of the way, Museum Victoria's Dr. Ken Walker said. The spiders won't be there for long, with experts saying they will likely blow away with the wind. Residents in parts of Victoria face a mammoth cleanup after wild winter storm late last week destroyed homes and left entire towns cut off. If it was me, I would move as far away from there as humanly possible, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, my fear is spiders and uh, having just webs blanket a town covered in spiders. And of course, it's Australia, so you know, you know their spiders are, are venomous, the giant. Yeah, oh, they're terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to call out uh, uh, John Goodman with his, uh, you know, exterminator service and a little arachnophobia reference there. But uh, right, no, thank you, buddy. No, thank you. Nope, nope. Oof. Not my idea of a good time. You know, no. is Gosh, my idea no. of a good time today's show? It is Thursday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you all today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? It is Thursday, the third day, and as we do on Thursdays, we explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we're talking Florida man. We have a segment called More Bizarre Thrift Store Finds. And finally, we round out the day with this day in history. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Behold my process. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loot, on surprises, and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we've got a little thing we talk about each episode. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe your greatest fear infested your hometown. 
we want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is Thursday, and as we like to do on Thursdays, you know, we explore America's penis, the strange, crazy, weird things that happen down there. Yes, it is time for Florida Man. Can you share with us? The male erection? Pitching a tent, sporting wood, bicycles formed, marches on. Thank you, Jonathan. Stiff, stiffy Mr. Mortis. (laughs) Rigor Mortis is set in. Flesh Rocket, uh, Jack's Magic Beanstalk, Tall Tommy, Mushroom on a Stick, Mr. Mushroom Head, Purple Headed Yogurt Slinger, (laughs) and uh, Pedro. Pedro? Pedro, indeed. We're going to start out this week's Florida Man down in Isla Morada. That's a tough one to say. Florida, where a 24-year-old man was arrested on Saturday after trying to speed away from law enforcement on US-1, officials said. Um, Ignacio Luis Lamadrid Gomez, that's another long name, is accused of speeding away from a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservative Commission officer during a traffic stop. Uh, Upper Keys Sergeant Robert Dosh saw Gomez going about 100 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. He tried to pull Gomez over and watched as he drove into oncoming traffic. Gomez drove into the Coral Bay Resort and tried hiding from deputies. He was eventually found and arrested. During his arrest, Gomez told deputies he was trying to get back to Cuba. Deputies found two passports and $430 in his car. I don't think, like, even going as fast as you're going, you can be able to, like, you're eventually going to run out of road on the one. It ends down in Key West, and then uh, did you hope to, uh, like, ramp onto a raft and rocket ship that thing? I... Way to go, a-hole! I assume that he was trying to get up to speed so that way he could skip along the water all the way to Cuba. Yeah, he was hoping, man. He was trying to go with that momentum, but dang it, he just came up a little short. Yep. Uh, We go down to Monroe County, where a Florida man led several officers and deputies on a chase from Miami to the Upper Keys on Tuesday. According to Florida City Police, Mark Edward Welch, a 50-year-old from Lake Worth, was involved in a hit-run crash on the mainland and attempted to escape towards the Keys. While driving at mile marker 108 on US-1, again, another US-1, Monroe County Sheriff's deputies used road spikes to try and stop Welch's Jeep, but he kept driving south with flat tires. Welch eventually hit a concrete wall and came to a stop near Jewfish Creek Bridge at mile marker 107. Welch ignored the deputy's commands to get out of the vehicle while they had their guns drawn on him. He was was eventually taken into custody without resistance. That's when he told deputies there was a woman in the Jeep. However, when they looked, there was no one there. The deputies did, however, find a pipe and traces of cocaine. (laughs) Welch admitted he ingested 20 rocks of crack while on the chase and had been smoking crack cocaine since Tuesday morning. Uh, He said some of the rocks were still stuck in his throat and he was having trouble coughing them up. Deputies took Welch to a hospital in Tavernier. Once he was released, deputies cuffed him and took him to jail. Welch has been charged with DUI, eluding law enforcement, and possession of cocaine and drug paraphernalia. Oh, good for you! 
Don't smoke crack, crack his way. Right. You'll imagine women yeah. in your car, and you know, maybe he was helping the other guy out trying to get to Cuba. Yeah, there you go. Cuba! Now, this one's not, not a chase, I don't think. Uh, this one's from Richmond Hill. An officer was sent to a local motel regarding a Florida man wanting to file a report about somebody leaving a hamburger outside his hotel room door. According to Bryan County 911, um, the complaint advised him to pick up the hamburger. He got mayo on his hands and wanted a report. Upon arrival, they began speaking to the gentleman who picked up the hamburger in front of his hotel room and got mayo on his hand. He was thinking and did not wash his hands until 10 minutes later. He placed the hamburger in the trash bag, made contact with hotel management, and gave him the trash bag to properly dispose of it. He expressed his concern with getting mayo on his hands and possibly contracting something from it. He said, according to his television, someone named Como, that he needed to report the incident in case he becomes sick in a week. He was advised not to call 911 unless it was a true emergency. He apologized but felt that him touching the mail was an emergency and he needed to document the incident. Uh, therefore, he was given a business card with the case number to report and brief on how to obtain a copy of said report. Stupid is stupid does, sir. I've heard of people hating mayo, but hating mayo that much that you have to call 911, it's a little extreme. I just need to uh, report it, you know. I just, I just needed to know that I needed to report this thing, please. Oh, this one's kind of crazy. We go to Zephyr Hills, Florida, where um, we talk about a lot of Florida man stories, but none that really include the guy's name to have Florida in it. Well, Mm. Lawrence Franklin King, Florida, that is his real name, broke into seven different businesses around Zephyr Hills on Sunday morning. First, he got into a seafood restaurant, stole all the white claws from their fridge, then threw them in a retention pond out back. After that, he went into a barber shop a few blocks away, stole a set of clippers, then broke into another barber shop and stole five more sets of clippers. According to the police report, he then broke into a carpet store and then a cafe where he took $800 in cash. He broke into a veterinarian's office and then a separate business called Little Cat Rescue where he stole a bunch of pain meds meant for animals. He finally went home around 5.30 in the morning, but before he was done, he stole his neighbor's ring camera off their door, so they got an alert about it and called the cops. He eventually admitted to breaking into all these businesses and walked cops through how he did it. He's facing multiple charges. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That guy just went on a crazy bender where he's just broke into this and broke into that. I love that he felt compelled to throw away, to break in, throw away the uh, cafe's white claw. Yeah. Apparently he hates it so much. It's. uh... But he stole it. That's the best part. Yeah, I stole it because I could steal it. Oh, man. So this one's a uh, rather uh, tingling tale. As two Florida women were caught on camera stealing a bucket full of sex toys earmarked for charity. 13 vibrators have been set aside for a vibrator race event due to take place June 29th in Gulfport near St. Petersburg as part of the Gulfport Pride. However, after the theft, it looks like they'll have to go back to the drawing board when it comes to race materials and know the owner does not want them back. 
The incident went down at Salty's Guffport. Surveillance footage taken at the bar showed two women dressed in tank tops pick up the goods and walk right out with them in hand. It's safe to assume the vibrators were unused. One would assume so given the uh, sensitive nature of the item in question. However, 11 out of the retail 11 were out of the retail package. The merchandise was said to be worth about $200. Um, as Salty's owner, J.P. Brewer, reported the crime to local police, but the crime isn't being seen as a priority given the small value of the goods that were stolen. Those girls have been calling up here all day. I have one of their names from a bar tab, and I gave both their numbers to the police. I'm pressing charges because obviously I don't want the items back. Uh, One of the women called the bar after the crime. During the call, she claimed that she thought the bucket was full of darts. Still doesn't explain why she stole them. In either case, she took the property that wasn't hers. However, despite having one of the suspect's phone numbers, police still have yet to reach out to him. We know who did it. We have not made contact. Value of the stolen property is only $200, and we have 14 days to follow up. The race will go on and it'll benefit a great cause. Other people have stepped up to donate following the theft of the vibrator races. So they'll still go on as planned and will benefit the Gulfport Library's LGBTQ Resource Center. So that's a buzzing story there, right? Is there anything more Florida than a vibrator race? It's, yeah, in Gulfport. Right. We're going to St. Petersburg. Uh, the vibrator races, the blue's leading the yellow, the pink is still in the way, but the rabbit is really gaining steam. <laughs> it's taking the clitty turn, you know, on Clit Avenue. Uh, Jensen Beach, Florida, we're going now, where the suspect in Mulligan's Beach House Bar and Grill arson damaged the Jensen Beach restaurant has been arrested. We have no idea who he is, and we hope he gets the help he needs, said owner Georgia Hart. We forgive you. You know, I know he's got issues. The popular restaurant caught fire early Sunday. The sheriff's office posted on Facebook, located at 2019 Northeast Jensen Beach Boulevard, suffered significant damage. Deputies obtained the video of the scene where the suspect Godwin Miller, 48, is seen spring painting the restaurant, then setting fire to some outdoor patio umbrellas. Thank God the fire didn't go down to the tiki huts and then go to the patio. We got very lucky, and I give all the credit to the fire department. They were quickly, they were quick to extinguish the fire and save our restaurant. Um, others, uh, the other vandalized establishment, uh, they smashed out six windows at another business. Um, that led them to uh, St. Lucie County, where they were also arrested on an Alabama warrant that they have. It's not a real connection. They just know that the detectives did a great job putting it together. It's not clear how long uh, the individual has been in Florida, but he did confess to the arson and vandalism. Way to go, a-hole! I don't get Why would you spray paint a building and then set it on fire? Nobody's going to see your artwork. El Barto! Oh, man. Let's go down here. This one is uh, Ann Walsh, a 60-year-old Florida woman, allegedly attacked a 60, her 64-year-old boyfriend with soiled dog pads Ooh. and Windex glass cleaner, according to Clearwater Police Departments. We're going down to Clearwater. It's a beautiful beach, by the way. 
Uh, Walsh has been arrested and charged with domestic battery. In the arrest affidavit, police reported on uh, Thursday that Walsh attacked her boyfriend, 64-year-old Wayne Drost. Drost, who lived in an apartment with Walsh, was reportedly sitting on a couch when Walsh threw soiled dog pads at him. Then she sprayed him in the face with Windex. Drost didn't suffer any injuries from the the attack. However, Windex is a common glass cleaner that contains water, five chemicals, and blue dye. The chemicals can irritate and damage the eye, causing burning sensations and blurred vision if left untreated. Can also be caused. Uh, it can also cause burning, irritated skin, and breathing problems. Uh, Walsh admitted to spraying Dosh in the face with Windex. Police didn't know whether she was under the influence of alcohol or other drugs at the time of the attack. Police charged Walsh with a misdemeanor and booked her into county jail and a $5,000 bond. Judge reportedly ordered Walsh not to contact Drost. If found guilty, Walsh could face up to one year in jail, 12 months probation, and a $1,000 fine. She could also be required to complete community service and possibly lose the right to carry a concealed handgun. Walsh is listed on the National Violent Offender and Domestic Violence Registry and as having been accused of domestic violence in the past. In 2019, Florida law enforcement officials received 105,000 reports of domestic violence, resulting in 66,000 arrests. Uh, While women women are mostly victims of domestic abuse, um, men don't report their abuse due to denial and embarrassment. Well, in this scenario... I, I don't know if I would report being uh, having a soiled pad thrown at me. I would simply just be like, bitch, I'm out of here. Has that's, the planet gone mad? That, that's what I would do. I just get the hell out of there. Well, I'd but say either way. Doesn't say if they stay together or not, but nonetheless, it's Florida man. It's Florida woman. People be crazy. Yep. Wait till next week. There's there's some nun. There's a crazy one. We'll we'll start with. Uh, about a Florida man spraying women with roach spray and then breaking out nunchucks. Ooh, a little should teaser be, for next a, week. Should be a good one next <laughs> week because I'm saving that story for uh, the leadoff next week. There you go. But that is Florida man and woman. And that does do it for Florida man. When we come back, uh, we got a segment called More Bizarre Thrift Store Finds. Folks, don't Ooh. go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show and we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now if you want to enjoy us from the comfort of your own home or on the go, download the ngbn.tv application on your uh, smart TV or on your mobile device. Look for the Phoenix Media channel there and you can get this show and the other great Phoenix Media shows there as well. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Media Radio. Um, I don't have to spell that one out. 
Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K 81 or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo. 81. Let's go already! <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, figured we'd revisit a uh, old favorite that we did uh, probably about a month ago, where uh, people found some of the most bizarre finds at thrift stores and figured, you know what, let's go ahead and continue with that with uh, a segment I like to call, well, More Bizarre Thrift Store Finds. Isn't that weird? Yes! <laughs> Tony, this first one is for, uh, you know, if you you love your significant other so much, you want to be just so much closer to them. Yes, it is undies for two. Yeah! Size extra large, I would hope so, and uh, only $4.99. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's when, uh, when you just can't be without your significant other for too long, you can share underwear and uh, all of the uh, joy and skid marks that come from it. Undies for two. We're gonna get in them underoos for four ninety nine at your local thrift store. You and your girl can share undies for two. Now your parts can touch her parts in public <laughs> in the same underwear. Skin marks included. Moving on with uh, more bizarre thrift store finds. That's weird, man. It is weird. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, if you like your undies for two and uh, maybe have room for, uh, you know, the Lord up above, you can get this album, Enter Me, Lord, and Let Me Feel Thy Mercy. <laughs> Ooh, wow. That one is a, yeah, definitely, a, uh, I'd definitely be buying that. Enter me, Lord, and let me feel thy mercy. This is my dog, Fluffy, and I am Mary Hinge. Look at my face. It looks squinty and weird. But enter me, Lord, and let me feel thy mercy. At Safeway for only $1.89. <laughs> Get it now in stereophonic sound. Mary Hinge sings the greatest hits. Hey, I mean, this... Also including, I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. This album has everything. I mean, the fact that the name is called Enter Me, Lord, uh, the cross eyes, the, the the dog. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Uh, sign me up, dude. Sign me up. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on with more bizarre thrift store finds. Isn't that weird? <laughs> All right, this next one for you, Tone, is, uh, you know, when you just want, uh, you know, the... Virgin Mary crying rivers of blood. Uh, you know, it's it's something that uh, can not only terrify the grandchildren, but also, uh, yeah. you know, inspire those who are, are most religious in your household. Yeah, that thing is frightening. You, you can try explaining that to the kids. Mommy, why is that little candle thing bleeding? <laughs> I'm in danger. It's, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you could do. It's just... Uh, it's just, it's just a really weird one. It's weird. What's even? And wouldn't after a while the wax get all over the place? You would I think mean, so. What, what's really yeah. scary is when it starts doing that without the candle in there. Oh yeah, freaky. Yep. Nope. That's <laughs> not happening. That one. Speaking of freaky, let's keep moving on with more bizarre thrift store finds. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Tony, I think this next book was written specifically for you. Heartfelt stories about beanie babies and those who collect them. 
complete with a picture of a woman carefully hugging her beanie baby as if it's a child she lost at some point. The cream of the crop! Yeah, that one is... uh, Hi, have you collected beanie babies? You'd have? Well, now, here's a book by Pam Knapp. Heartfelt stories about beanie babies. When I found little beanie right here, I cuddled, I hugged, and I loved, and I found the love of my life. His name's Beanie. He's squishy. I got him at my local fish store. How about you? Please share your stories on Heartfelt Stories, hashtag Beanie Babies, hashtag Collectors, hashtag Psychos. <laughs> I get wow. a kick out of the fa- fact that, uh, you know, kind of looking at the binding, I mean, this book is at least 100 pages long. How is that just not a pamphlet? How is there 100 pages at least worth <laughs> of Beanie Babies, Heartfelt Stories? I found my baby baby. I called him Jim. I found him at my uh, local Goodwill. He had some stains on him, but he was in a glass counter, and I just know how to rescue Jim. Jim has saved my life. He has given me purpose. The stain on him was green, and I don't know what it is, but it's very unique. But again, Jim, my beanie baby, has really brought me to life. <laughs> Oh, I can only imagine the stories in there. Weird. Well, let's keep moving on with more bizarre thrift store finds. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Tony, are you a fan of Beauty and the Beast? Mm, No, not really. I'm sure you enjoyed the animated film. I did, Uh, yeah. the, The remake was perfectly fine. How do you feel about the old TV series starring uh, Sarah Connor and uh, Ron Perlman? (laughs) I remember that from the video store. I remember seeing uh, the VHS uh, cover at work. Well, now you can uh, show everybody your love for Beauty and the Beast. With this painting of the Beast standing by what I can only assume is a mushroom cloud. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you about this artwork I have. See, that's me as a lion. See, in my old heyday, I used to be really buff, and I had long flowing hair and a face of a lion because I'm a I'm a beast of a man, and, and and that mushroom cloud is the hurricane over the horizons, and I was prepared. Did you see my ass in those jeans? I feel the artist caught them quite exquisitely. <laughs> also, I, got, I, I had to donate this painting to my local Goodwill, so that way they had money to produce for the children, and my ass in those jeans... Very good, right? It's weird. <laughs> I think it's a perfect weird. likeness of you, Tone. Let's, it's weird. Let's keep weird. rolling on. More bizarre thrift store finds. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, Tony, we all know that, uh, you know, Tiger Woods grew up basically with a golf club in his hand from the time he was a baby. And uh, yep. per- perhaps, Out you know, yeah, this person wanted to uh, have their child follow in Tiger's footsteps with this child's onesie. Featuring the mugshot of Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, my my kid's favorite favorite golfer is Tiger Woods. See, this is not Tiger Woods. This is more. Um, this was Lion King, or I mean Tiger King Woods, right? This is this is the Carol Baskin edition. This is the uh, Carol Baskin, and I just yeah. I mean, I, I have no words. That's just, that is just awesome. How trashy do you have to be to dress up your little girl in a uh, Tiger Woods mugshot onesie? Yeah. Aw, is that Tiger? Yep. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> you know. Oh, oh fine. Finally here on more bizarre thrift store finds. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Tony, have you ever wanted to sit on Justin Bieber's face? No. God. <laughs> well, for those who do, no, you no, can pick but... up this Justin Bieber couch where you too can sit on Justin Bieber's face. <laughs> That's just freaky, man. That's so weird. This is great. Those are my Justin Bieber Beanbag chair, and it's great because his lips are on my butt, so when I fart, I fart on his face. And then when I feel like laying on him, I just lay on him. And then again, I fart on his face. <laughs> you gotta be a huge. Make like a tree and get out of here. Gotta be a huge Justin Bieber fan to uh, even think I, about picking something like that up. I wouldn't pick anybody's face up like that. That's nuts. Nope. See, nope. I like. Like Emma Stone, I wouldn't buy an Emma Stone couch and sit on her face, you know? It's just it's just weird. How about no? It's definitely a strange find, and I can see why it ended up at a uh at a thrift sh- at a thrift store for sure. So. <laughs> exactly. Well folks, that does do it for this segment of more bizarre thrift store finds. When we come back, we're headed to the final segment of the show. It is time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We've made it to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, no, Deezer, Dozer, Geezer, Dozer. Deezer, Dozer, Goozer, Boozer. Wow. Are you a god? God, Happy painting. God bless. A Godzilla. Boy, I screwed that one up. While you're there, folks, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Because Mario. Sharing is caring. Like us, subscribe, share. I didn't mean to hit that. It just it was on the God page. God damn it, Mario. <laughs> just popped out. Well, folks, it is the final segment. And it's like we as we like to do in this segment is drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. All right, kicking things off this day in 1462, Vlad the Impaler attempts to assassinate Mehmed II in what's called the Night Attack, forcing him to retreat from Wallachia. Wallachia. Did he fly into his room as a bat and try to suck his blood? I like it. Look at my stash! It is called the Dirty Sanchez. It starts out squiggly. It is long! Cross my face. <laughs> we all know Vlad the, Vlad, ah. Vlad the Impaler was the inspiration for Dracula, so that's that's the only explanation I can think of. Hey. 
Moving on, this day in 1631, Mumtaz Mahal dies during childbirth. Her husband Mughal, Emperor Shah Jahan I, then spends more than 20 years building her tomb, the Taj Mahal. I didn't realize it was a tomb. I thought it was a palace, but uh, beautiful nonetheless. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Wow. It really is. Especially back then, you think about how how they built that. That's fantastic. Woo. Yeah, yeah. I, that's one thing that, I, aside from everything else uh, in India, all the people and the, I, my stomach can't handle the food, I would want to visit that. Just absolutely Yeah, beautiful. absolutely. That'd be a sight to see for sure. Yep. Moving on, this day in 1837, Charles Goodyear obtains his first rubber patent. I feel like it was just two days ago that he applied for the patent. Amazing, you know, just in a couple days you can get uh, basically control over an entire market of whatever a product is um, just by having the patent. Of course, it was probably yeah, easier you, back in 1837. Yeah, you're like, I got my first patent. When did you apply? Two days ago. You underestimate my power. That's how fast he gets it. Yep. Moving on this day in 1885, the Statue of Liberty arrives in New York City aboard the French ship Isère. I think that's how you pronounce it, but... Uh, Isère! Could you imagine seeing that Statue of Liberty being shipped across uh, from France to New York? That's, that's crazy. My question is, because is obviously the Statue of Liberty has that green patina because she's made of copper... And she's uh, oxidized over the years. Did she arrive as like a fully polished copper statue? And what would that look like? That'd be amazing. That'd be cool to see a picture. But of course, in 1885, you're not going to see that. Just the whole fact that they can make something that big. And then how the hell you get it all the way up on on that plateau where it is on Liberty Island. It's amazing. Or is it Ellis Island? It's nuts. It's Yeah, it's Liberty Island, and I think that they held the help of uh, aliens, just like the pyramids. Right? Gotcha. Gotcha. It's crazy. Moving on this day in 1894, the first U.S. polymyelitis, let's call it polio, epidemic breaks out polio! in Rutland, Vermont. And, of course, you know, they show, uh, you know, these kids inside this machine that, uh, you know, called an iron lung. Boy, if you had claustrophobia, that would be the worst hell. That would be worse. And what's weird is the kids, they don't look too phased by that. And that nurse is like, oh, dearie, look at this. And hell no. Nope. That just looks like something out of The Conjuring. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> nope. Moving on this day in 1928, Amelia Earhart leaves Newfoundland to become the first woman passenger to fly the Atlantic. Uh, the plane was piloted by Wilmer Stoltz. And obviously we know that she later went on to do it solo by herself yeah. as the first woman. And that ended up disappearing at some point as well. Stoltz, you won't hold me back. I'm going to do this on my own one day, eh? I'm going to fly around. You watch me. I'm going to be the first. Screw this passenger shit. (laughs) They ain't doing it. Moving on this day in 1953, the U.S. Supreme Court Justice William O. Douglas stays the executions of Soviet spies Julius and Ethel Rosenberg scheduled for the next day, also their 14th anniversary. So the day they got married, 14 years later is the day they died together. I tell you, Julius, one day on our 14th wedding anniversary, we probably are going to die because, yeah, like you, spies like us just don't live, you know? They we just don't live. It's a hard life. It is. Oh, and did I tell you my name's not really Ethel? It's Barbara. <laughs> Shh, don't tell. Oh, well. Moving on this day in 1954. 
Rocky Marciano beats Ezard Charles by unanimous points decision in his third world heavyweight boxing title defense at Yankee Stadium in New York City. Damn, I can't even do that. Down goes Charles because uh, he didn't go down. He, he didn't just know. lost by <laughs> points. Yeah. Those... Uh, give it to that Rocky guy. Yeah, I hate decision boxing matches. They're so yeah. boring. Uh, points. Yeah. Give me a knockout. Give me a TKO. That's why, you know, UFC is, is a much more exciting spectator sport, even though, uh, you know, boxing is known as the sweet science. Exactly. Moving on this day in 1960, Ted Williams hits his 500th home run. Obviously a reason he was inducted into the uh, baseball hall of film, fame. Yeah, he was, he was kind of good, I guess, you know, 500 yeah. home runs. Yeah. Kind of. It's just all right. Rolling on this day in 1973, Dolly Parton records her song, I Will Always Love You, later a huge hit for uh, Whitney Houston for RCA in Nashville. And I, it took me a while before I realized that, uh, you know, that huge Whitney Houston song was actually a cover of Dolly Parton. Yeah, I, uh, it's just crazy. Dolly Parton looked the same in 73 as she does today. I would assume that uh, this picture is probably a more recent picture. I know, I know. <laughs> this smart ass. But to be fair, she has had a lot of uh, plastic surgery done. Yeah. Let's move on this day in 1983. Hey, Tony, you were just mentioning mentioning The Conjuring. Well, Ed Warren and Lorraine Warren exercise a werewolf demon from Bill Ramsey, although lack of photo or video evidence has called this claim into question. And looking at these pictures of them, I think uh, Hollywood was very generous in their casting of uh, yes, Ed and Lorraine. Yes, they because the, the Ed and Lorraine I see on my TV screen do not like Ed's kind of freaky. Yeah. I would not really want that dude at my house to do an exorcism or anything. Yeah. And as you mentioned uh, that on the Proton Pack, the real-life tapes of the exorcisms are almost scarier than the movies themselves. Yeah, I always like that at the end. Like I found in the uh, the new one, The Devil Made Me Do It, I've, listening to the exorcism tape was way freakier than the actual movie was. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of freaky, this day in 1988, the Givens, freaky. The Givens family reports Mike Tyson beats his wife, Robin Givens. Mm, yeah, he was definitely a, uh, he had a lot of issues in the 80s. He did, he yeah. did. Yeah, the, the Robin, don't, don't, don't. Don't touch my uh, tiger. You know, I'm going to smack you up if you uh, touch my tiger. That's their Thanos. You don't touch him. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1994, O.J. Simpson doesn't turn himself in on murder charges. L.A. police chases Ford Bronco for an hour and a half before he eventually gives up, seen on live national television. Fatality. Was that actually today? Wow. I remember seeing the Ford Bronco. Odd side note, so I was at a Little League game, and he and the police passed by on the freeway during that chase, backing up to where I was playing Little League. I had no idea until that's, after we got home. That's crazy. It drives by. <laughs> All right, and then finally, you know. here on This Day in History, this day, 2006, sci-fi author Anne McCaffrey is inducted into the Science Fiction Hall of Fame. Tony, what is your favorite Anne McCaffrey sci-fi book? Um, the, the blurby blob and undies for two. Oh, that's, that's what got her in for sure. Yep. Undies for two in space. <laughs> well, folks, as we do at the end of the show, we'd like to run down some of today's holidays. 
where we talk about the things that we like to celebrate. For instance, Tony, today is Global Garbage Man Day. Ironically enough, it is our garbage day. And they haven't popped by yet. So it is National Apple Strudel Day. Ooh, that sounds delicious. National Career Nursing Assistance Day. I didn't realize there were nurse assistants. To the nurses, yeah. National Dump the Pump Day. Well, I'm going to dump the something later. Oddly enough, it's National Eat Your Vegetables Day. I feel like that was yesterday, too. Yeah, it's every day. Eat your veggies, man. Be healthy. Do it. It is National Recess at Work Day. God, I wish work had actual recess breaks like uh, elementary school. Me too. It is Stewart's Root Beer Day. It is World Croc Day. The animal, not the uh, footwear. And it is World Day to combat desertification and drought. So uh, do your part in uh, not wasting water. Folks, that does it for our Thursday show. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. And good news, everyone. See you all then. I like turtles. Peace.